Warful, awful borough get exactly what they deserve, and that is nothing. It's the Uruguayan curl to one in. What is up guys, Matthew here and welcome to another episode of Project Borough. Today I have the unfortunate task of discussing and reacting to Borough's 2-1 defeat at home to Hull City. It's our third defeat in a row, second at home in a matter of days and I believe it is four defeats in the last five games. Now... A lot of the situation that Borough find themselves in has been down to being very unfortunate with injuries. And that has certainly played its part. It's certainly limited the options that Michael Carrick has had off the bench to change games. And I am not for one minute disregarding the fact that injuries have played a part in the last few games. And Michael Carrick's hands are tied to an extent. But... The performance tonight was utterly unacceptable. It was a naive, poor, lacklustre, sorry excuse of a performance. And we got exactly what we deserved. And that was a defeat because the matter of fact is, apart from the first 15 minutes where we actually had a bit of intent, we actually looked... Like we wanted to attack. We had some menace, some penetration. We actually had a form of intensity going forward. Other than that, we were absolutely shocking. And we rested on our laurels after scoring the first goal. And simply just laid there asking to be beat after that. Because the lack of intensity, the lack of quality was absolutely horrendous and Hull simply had to shift out of first gear into second gear make a few changes and they got the win and it it was as simple as that Hull and I think their fans will be absolutely fair in saying that they weren't great they didn't have to be great it's another example of a team who just simply have to do what's required to beat Borough. They don't have to create anything massively of note. They don't have to do anything special. They just have to do the basics. Just take advantage of Borough's really, really shocking defending and our really wasteful finishing at the other end. So, very similar to the Ipswich game, the difference being Ipswich are a top team. Huller aside who we are fighting to get into the playoffs against and taking the lead and then following that up with the manner we did and losing is shocking, if I'm honest. And injuries are, yes, limiting. But the players who were out there tonight and their performance was absolutely shocking. Starting with the first 15 minutes, and that's the only positives I've got to draw from this performance. Borough actually started on the front foot. We started with intent. We looked progressive. We looked like we were attacking and we were in good flow we were pressing the whole centre backs we were playing it around quickly we were being creative and we got 
our opening goal on the 6th minute and it comes from some wonderful work down the left hand side we won the ball back good work between Engel and Greenwood and the ball back from Engel was scuffed by Isaiah Jones but Lath was there to put the ball in with a very uh, instinctive finish through the goalkeeper's legs and honestly I thought great early goal let's kick on let's really stamp our authority on this game and it looked like we'd started really well. I had no complaints at all. I thought this was absolutely perfect. And we still pressed on for the next couple of minutes up until sort of the first 15 minute mark before our performance levels fell off a cliff. And we had a pivotal, pivotal moment. And that was when Isaiah Jones was played in by Latte Laugh. And he simply has to be doing better than that it was a sorry excuse of a finish to not even get close to the target is unforgivable in that scenario for me and that goal puts Borough 2-0 up it gives us a two goal cushion first 15 minutes two goals up brilliant we managed the game from there on in and as soon as we missed that I turned to my friend Johnny and I said we might regret that we might regret not taking that chance and that is exactly what happened. Because after that first 15 minutes, I cannot tell you what happened to Borough. We just, we got comfortable. We were horseshoeing the ball from left to right, playing with no intensity whatsoever. And when we were getting into the final third, the quality was absolutely terrible. We were so devoid of any sort of quality. The front players especially were just terrible. You know, they couldn't string a five-yard pass between them. They weren't on the same wavelength. They were playing balls where there were no runners. And it was it was just shocking. It was really, really bad in terms of the quality and the intensity. It was slow. It was laborious. And midfield as well. No life in the midfield at all. Losing out on second balls. Playing really poor passes. We just had nothing after that first 50 minutes and it was just so frustrating because Hull, Hull were not great at all in that first half. They were equally as lacking in quality going forward themselves. They didn't lay a glove on us in the first half at all. You know, they equally didn't have the quality, equally were failing to create. They were as flat as we were. And I'm just sat there thinking, Borough, just kill the game. Kill the game. You just have to turn it up by a tiny amount. Get the second goal. Just keep doing what you were doing in the first 15 minutes. You'll get yourself a second. And I said, if we get a second here, I think the game's ours. But we didn't. We rested on our laurels and we let the game get scrappy. We let the game really, really drift. And that's what happened. The, the game just coasted to half-time. And you, you're kind of frustrated, but you're sort of thinking, well, we're 1-0 up. Okay, the last 25 minutes of the first half, the last half an hour, was bad. But we've got a second half to come back, regroup, and go right. First 15 minutes of the second half, get that second goal, finish this game off. Because Hull were there for the taking, and we do not want to give them any opportunity to get back in to the game. And Borough come out, and were just as bad. Uh, the, the front three behind Lath were criminal. Absolutely criminal. 
with the, some of the combination play, some of the passing, the touches. It was absolutely awful. And the midfield, as I say, kept losing the midfield battles. They were slow to the ball. The passing was really slow, really laboured. We were just passing it around the back. Every time there was an opportunity to go forward, we'd, we'd turn back, play it backwards again. And I don't know if the boys were lacking confidence or, as I say, they were just comfortable and just thought, if we just keep doing this, we'll manage the game. No, Borough, you need to kill these games off. You cannot just assume the game is ours and you let it drift because you will be punished. And all Hull had to do, as I say, was turn it up, make a few substitutes, and suddenly Borough were suddenly finding themselves in bother. And that's exactly what happened. Liam Rossini, to his credit, a coach I really, really rate, was proactive. He went for the game. You know, he was 1-0 down, and he was making attacking substitutions. He went for it. He was proactive. He changed his shape. And Hull got what they deserved, essentially, from that moment on they get themselves a corner again they'd not tested Senny up until this point at all and it's through really bad individual errors once again corner they win the first contact at the near post I don't know if it was Engels man or Lath's man but neither of them get the first contact and Dan Barlasa and I'm going to get on to individuals he just let his man go really really awful marking let his man go let Delap go at the back post and he had a free header and the marking is inexcusable, if I'm honest. And you know what? It's not that it was coming, because I wouldn't say Hull were piling us under any sort of pressure, because they weren't. Borough weren't backs against the wall or anything. So it wasn't like it was coming, but Borough simply allowed this to happen. You know, we allowed Hull back into the game by just coasting, without a care in the world at 1-0, assuming the game's done, playing really, really bad... And suddenly, it was like, oh, we've got to wake up now. And then we started playing a bit quicker again. Then we started looking a little bit more intent once again. But it wasn't enough because Hull got themselves the winner. And it all started, we lost a second ball in midfield again. I don't know if you'll see this far back in the highlight. But again, Borough's midfield, laboured, slow, second to everything. Johnny Howson misses out on a second ball. Great play. Down their left-hand side. A cross comes in. It isn't cleared. It falls to Tufan, who finishes well into the far corner. And Hull 2-1 up without really having to do anything. And essentially, it was all Borough's doing. For simply not killing the game off when we were on top. Playing absolutely dreadfully throughout the game. And conceding again. Really, really poor goals. And one argument... Post-game was that Michael Carrick didn't make substitutions. And there is an argument that I, I mentioned in, in my last Project Borough when we lost to Ipswich that you know people were throwing the same argument at Carrick then. And the argument back is, well, he doesn't have the substitutions to make because of the injuries. And you look at Borough's bench, and that's absolutely valid. You look at it and say, well, who can he bring on? Silvera, Rogers, Gilbert, Bangura. He brought on Rogers and Gilbert. So I think he made the substitutions that were available to him, but he made them too late. You know, I get we were comfortable and we weren't really under any pressure, but for me, it was clear to see throughout the end of the first half and the majority of the second half that Borough were just miles off it. And at any given moment, Hull could create something and we were in trouble. We were far from safe. We were far from, not that we were in danger of conceding, but we weren't 
proactively trying to kill the game off. We were just coasting, and that's always going to leave an opportunity for Hull to get themselves back into the game. It was only when they scored Borough started to play and started to look to make substitutions. So I get both arguments in the sense that Borough didn't have to change anything at 1-0 because Hull weren't putting us under any sort of pressure. But at the same time, it was clear for me that we were so flat at the time, you were worried that a sucker punch was coming and maybe bringing on a sub or two would have just gave us that injection of energy that we desperately needed. And we didn't do that and the inevitable happened and we end up losing the game. And it was really, really bad. Honestly, it was up there with probably the Sheffield Wednesday performance in terms of how just terrible and lacklustre and the lack of quality up there. It was it was awful to watch. It was really, really frustrating. And for the first time, I strongly have disagreed with Michael Carrick. I personally don't think he was proactive enough. Not that he had to be, but he certainly could have been when the game was drifting. But he come out afterwards and said that if we play like this, we'll, we'll be fine most days. And I completely disagree with that. I thought we were really, really bad. And I'd like to hope that the remit behind closed doors was very different and he's simply not throwing his players under the bus, which I wouldn't want him to do anyway. But it's the first time I've listened to Michael Carrick and strongly, strongly disagreed with him. And yeah, it's it's one of them. I still do sympathise with him that we have nine senior players out. And undoubtedly, with them players back, this team would look incredibly different. A lot of the players today who were awful would not get near the starting eleven. But this is what we've got. And for me, the eleven out there, regardless of whether they should be there or not, simply were not good enough, in my opinion. So, going through the team then, uh, Sunny Dieng was in goal. I find myself like a broken record this season, but again, how many saves did Sunny have to make? None, really. No big saves, essentially, but bad defending for the corner, gave them an equaliser, and yeah, bad play in midfield, gave them an easy second. He was helpless once again in my eyes. And was not at fault for any of the goals. It was once again a collective defensive horror show, as we keep saying. The back four was a mixed bag. I feel like the only two players who maybe come out with credit was Lucas Engel and Rav Vandenberg. Mostly because Engel kept getting himself forward in really good attacking positions. He was hugging the touchline. And I do feel like there were times where he could have and should have gotten forward more. But there was no one really giving him an option. You know, he was getting himself up the pitch, but there was no one there offering him a pass or movement. It was all so static. So, yeah, there's only so much Engel could do, and I thought he was one of the few who at least was trying to get us up the pitch, trying to make something happen, and he wasn't helped out by his colleagues. I think Rav did pretty well in centre-back tonight, putting some really, really good challenges when they were trying to play him behind. He yeah, was really, really strong in a tackle, and I thought did really well in possession. And then the other side was a little bit of the opposite. I think Dyke Steele was hit and miss, lost the ball quite a few times, ran down a few blind alleys, was a little bit hit and miss in possession. Same with Dale Fry, really played the ball out a few times, really bad passing, really bad decision making on the ball. Wouldn't say he made any major errors defensively, but wasn't particularly great. The midfield was shocking for me. We were really missing Hayden Hackney. In this midfield for me it's just lacking energy for me I think Johnny Housen who has one good game every 10 nowadays I just don't think has enough to, to, to perform at the level 
that we need consistently. You know, he was too slow to, to, to plenty of second balls, wasn't getting into the challenges, was slow on the ball, wasn't moving enough, wasn't offering enough for his teammates. There was just not enough energy in that midfield. And, and Housen, I just don't think, has got it now to do this on a consistent basis, which Borat need him to do. Barlasser was hopeless tonight. I think it was probably the worst performance he's dropped in a Borussia shirt. You know, the amount of times he lost possession was ridiculous in really, really bad areas. And the problem with Barlasser is in a two-man midfield, you've got to be very quick and very reactive and instinctive in the midfield. You've got to be able to take the ball, one touch, two touch, pass it. You've got to be very aware of the space around you. And he just needs more time on the ball than a Hayden Hackney does and he can't react quick enough so when he's under pressure he'll play the simple pass whereas Hackney will work his way out of a tight hole and he'll drive into the opposition's half. Barlasa isn't like that. He's the he's the sort of player who needs to receive it in space and be given time to play the right pass because when given time he can play a killer pass but he simply doesn't have the time to in a two-man midfield and he's not quick enough and not urgent enough to do that, he just doesn't work in, in this two-man midfield for me. I think he'd work in a three alongside Hackney and maybe Housen, although... But Housen, for me, regardless, I just don't think has enough energy to work efficiently in this Borough midfield. Anyway, the front three behind Laff were, were terrible. I think Jones, again, dropped one of his absolute worst performances of the season. He missed a golden chance to make it 2-0. An unforgivable miss to not even hit the target... Um, yeah, he was terrible in possession. Another one who lost the ball, heavy touches, really poor, lacking in quality. And Crooks as well. You know, after such a great run, he's dropped back-to-back clangers. He was terrible as well in this performance. Really ineffective. His passing was shocking. Yeah, another passenger who had a terrible, terrible game. And Greenwood wasn't effective either, but... There were plenty of times where he would pick the ball up in the middle and he would turn and he would find Engel on the left. Plenty of times where you know, he would cut inside and create the space for Engel, which could have resulted in us creating an opportunity but didn't. So I think even though Greenwood wasn't particularly effective either, I think he at least uh, maybe come out of it with a little bit more quality in my opinion, but still didn't quite offer enough and, and lacked quality. And, and Larry Lath... Huffed and puffed, I think, you know, as we've said, he got a goal, which is great, but he's just not quite the the clinical, potent, ruthless finisher that we need up front and at times isn't in the attacking areas. He's very good at winning his own headers and his flick-ons, but when nothing's happening around him, you can't expect him to create something out of nothing, unfortunately. And I think he either works up front with someone else... Or he's just going to be a, a player who scores every now and again for me. I think we, we certainly need more up front. But I think he was maybe, along with Engel and Vandenberg, a potential shining knight in the Borough. 11, I think Rogers and Silvera, who come on. I mean, Rogers come on, was really poor, if I'm honest. I mean, he played some appalling passes. Maybe he was trying too hard, I don't know. And Silvera simply come on too late, in my opinion, to really have much of an impact on the game. And then you look at the stats of momentum, and this is, this is what I mean. Borough scored early when they had the momentum, and then after that it was so, so flat. And, you know, second half, yeah, we had a couple of goal-scoring scrambles, 
Crooks missed a really, really easy point-blank header. Dale Fry somehow missed the target at the very, very death. There were some opportunities in there, but again, poor finishing, not taking our chances. Typical, really, of Borough's performance. It was just a really, really terrible day at the office. If you look at the XG, fairly equal. Possession, fairly equal. Like I said, neither side was particularly uh, you know, head and shoulders above the other, but we had more shots on target. We missed more big chances. Hull took theirs. We didn't. Not much else to say, really, other than, yeah, this was up there with one of the worst performances of the season, and it doesn't read pretty for the table either, because Borough are 13th, as I say, lost four of the last five, and now the gap to the Ploughs has doubled from three points to six points so yeah it's a mix of many things you know this was a very bad performance but we are so desperate to get some of our better players back you know having McGree on the left having Force on the right Hackney back in the midfield the defence I don't think we can improve now until January and just someone who you can hang your hat on up front who will take them chances in them pivotal moments you know, last season we beat Hull when we didn't play our best. We come from behind. Cameron Archer with an unbelievably clinical finish. That wouldn't happen. That wouldn't get converted into a goal in this current Borough side. And that's where we're missing and where we need to improve in terms of January. But we've certainly hit a slump. We've fallen away from the playoffs. And listen, it's far from over, but it's going to take us getting back on the horse pretty quickly. And we just need to get to January. You know, we've got some really big games coming up leading up to January where we have to just try and scramble as many points together as we can. Try and pray we get some injured players back. But, you know, Hackney will be back, but not for a few games yet. Force and McGree, there's still absolutely no word whatsoever on either of them. And you look at it, Swansea away, rarely get anything from there. The semi, uh, the, the cup quarterfinals are a massive game as well, and we can't really be going into that in much worse form. West Brom at home, they've been very good for the most part of late. That'll be tough. They'll probably get the better of us as things stand, and Rotherham is a, is a horrible plus where we never get anything. And Huddersfield, we always drop a clanger there. They're two teams who are struggling, and it would be typical of Borough to go there and suffer poor results. It is just a spell where you know we've we've, we've wasted our home games. And now we've got to try and rescue and salvage something away from home. Otherwise, we will go into January and we will be maybe seven, eight, nine points off the playoffs. And then you are really, really praying that we can get lucky in the transfer market like last season and find some form with injured players coming back, which doesn't look 100% likely at the moment. So, yeah, an awful, awful day at the office for Borough, an unacceptable performance and one that simply has to be improved on. But that's it for this episode of Project Borough, guys. A really ranty one, a really, really angry one. Yeah, really, really bad from us. And I'm just hoping we can find a win from somewhere to put this run of defeats behind us. Because, yeah, losing to Leeds and Ipswich, okay. But the performances and the goals conceded against Bristol City and Hull, absolutely shocking but yeah that's it so if you've enjoyed this video guys do it the like button subscribe for more if you've enjoyed it leave me a comment below if you're watching on youtube and if you are listening on the podcast providers of your choice please do hit me a follow on there give me a like and a rating on there too that would really help too but until next time guys i'm gonna go to bed because yeah that performance has ruined my evening i'll see you guys at the weekend for hopefully a positive result 
Oh wait, at Swansea.